Hey, dude, this dog like stinks, man. Okay, groomer, do something about it, man. you pet stylists you found the groom pod welcome to our virtual salon my name is Susie, and i'm your host i'm a mobile groomer from seattle washington and anyone who knows me will tell you i love to talk especially about my job one of my favorite people to talk to is my friend and mentor and co-star of the show miss barbara bird hey Susie! so glad to be with you again today yay <laughs> welcome to episode 386 of the groom pod recorded on september 10th 2023 in snohomish washington and tucson arizona this podcast is brought to you by our con sponsors best shot show season evolution shears groom more and stasco and you the listener if you guys would like to join in the party and support us as well you can support barbara directly by using the donation button on the website that has a big donate for barbara right on it although i couldn't put a picture up there barbara i tried i spent like an hour trying to mess i'll with try that. again too. I know I'm trying to make a like a personalized emoji. Don't bother because I can't get it to load next to the button. The button takes up the entire amount of space and I'm not good enough to get it. So I made it a different color and I made it big and it says it's for you. So you guys, if you want to donate there, you can look for that. And you can also donate to the show and keep the production going, which also helps benefit Barbara by going to the Patreon button, which is also right there next to where the Barber Donate button is. This week on the Groom Pod, we're talking about the podcasts about grooming that are out there that didn't get nominated for the Barclay Honors Award. And we have a very, very exciting Barber's Classroom today. We're going to talk about a product that we haven't really been able to talk about because we've never known the ingredients, but we have them now. And that's Yves St. Laurent green caviar shampoo and conditioner this week's what's new is brought to you by groomore software if you haven't found groomore you're missing out groomore is an all-in-one software solution for your grooming business whether you are a solo mobile groomer or manage several shops groomore has everything you need 24-hour online booking and forms routing credit card processing reminders google calendar and quickbooks integration and so much more and the best customer service anywhere. Shop mobile or house call, Groomore has you covered. And they're giving us a free month. Just enter GroomPod22 in the coupon code. Barbara, we have a new Patreon subscriber. Oh, hey, who's this? It's a friend of the show, Debbie Larson. All right, thank you, Debbie. And we've got two more donations. One of them is from Chris Christopher Connor, and the other one is Mary Aquendo. And I'm wondering, is Christopher Connor, is that Daryl Connor's husband? Daryl's husband? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I think so. Thank you, people. Hopefully I didn't miss anybody because I, my email got a little confusing there for a minute. And um, But I think I've got everybody covered. I'll double check it when I edit the last episode and just make sure the, those names got on there. So, Barbara, I love my table. I'm glad. I got such a deal on that table, and that just makes it like 
a super sweet cupcake with extra special icing on it. It works really well. The dogs are so comfortable on it. And as long as I don't have them standing on the little bumpy surface, their little tootsies are happy. I have the table divider. I've got the ability to walk the big dogs over to, to my bathtub. And it goes down to 24 inches. And it doesn't move. We don't even have it strapped in. It doesn't go anywhere. I do have it kind of tied to the wall just in case. But the lips fits on there. I just feel so grateful. I And of course, I'm having fear of missing out with not being at Hershey because there's so much shopping happening there. Oh, the shopping. I know. So much socializing on there. A Tucson groomer whom I happen to love was apparently at Hershey. I'm not going to name names because this is a little bit out of the box. But so she posted uh, that she was at Hershey and she got drunk and rode in a golf cart over the golf course with two older women who were really drunk. (laughs) So this is the kind of thing that happened. This is like grooming shows from the old days. I mean, you know, in the old days, the the educators would tell you that it was just a huge party and all the people who presented with hangovers and you know all of that sort of stuff there was just tons of stories about them so there was just a lot of socializing and a lot of congregating and a lot of drinking and um, I don't know what would happen to me because I'm no longer allowed more than one drink once a month, you know, I wouldn't be able to have any alcohol fun. I would have to pretend. But I have a great ability to pretend I'm uh, fucked up when I'm not really. (laughs) That's a talent. So I have no new news. But I have one old news to address. Okay. Can I do that here in this segment? This is the spot. So so listen, this is the question of, is it okay to add baking soda to a shampoo? Oh, right. It was asked on our Facebook group. We have answered that, and I feel badly about that, because I, I want to tell you that it's not okay. Ah. It's not that it's never okay, but it's not a good idea. And the reason is that it makes the pH of the shampoo extremely alkaline, kind of like using hard bar soap. And it, it you know, raises the cuticle, it dries out coat, um, you know, I guess if you do it once, it's not going to uh, totally ruin a coat. But um, any repeated usage of baking soda, you know, like it's marketed somewhat as a a clarifying ingredient. Well, yeah. Ah! It'll <laughs> strip the oil. <laughs> It'll strip the shit out of the coat. And... <laughs> Oh, half the lipids, too. And um, so it's just not a good idea. The one time that I would use baking soda, that I would add baking soda, I when I had, I had a person that tried to bleach your white dog with Clorox before a dog show and desperately reached out to me on how to get the 
uh, yellow coloring out of her dog's coat. And I said, well, try, try some whitening shampoo and add some, add some baking soda to it. So if you want to raise the pH of your shampoo, adds baking soda, but that's not a happy idea. Okay, let me ask you this. When we use the bath bombs or the pod tablets or the groom bathing tablets, all of those fizzy tablets or the marshmallow tablets, don't they have a bunch of baking soda in them? But you see what? They have a combination of baking soda and citric acid. And so the citric acid is very acidic, very acidic. So they meet in the middle. It balances it out. Bath bombs tend to be a little on the acidic side. Which is good. Which is good, yeah. yeah. Okay, this is another case where the formulator has balanced and put together this magical shampoo formula, and you don't really need to mess with it like that. I looked at Davis Manufacturing baking soda and oatmeal shampoo. Yeah. Getting a shampoo that has baking soda in it, that's different from you adding baking soda to it. This is a company that plays loose with the ingredient list because they they list baking soda and colloidal oatmeal and aloe vera before they list their, you know, and then they don't ever identify, well, maybe they do later. They take coconut-based lathering agent. What? You know what that's likely to be? Then EGMS, damn you, Davis. EGMS is not an inky name. It's an abbreviation. Ethyl glycol magnesium sulfate or something like that. It's um, stearate. It's a pearlizing agent. And here in the middle of their list, they list sodium lauryl sulfate. Well, there's your cleaning, and that's a wrong detergent. And here's sodium lauryl sulfate with ethanol. What's that? That's with alcohol. Ethanol is alcohol. It's a solvent. It's going to strip out some shit. <laughs> I I just don't see this as a wonderful shampoo, I'll say it. I mean, it's marketed naturally absorbs and fights odor while providing a soothing bath for dry or itchy skin. It's not good for dry skin. It's not good for itchy skin. The proven cleansing powder of baking soda easily penetrates ground in dirt. Well, I'm going to tell you what penetrates ground in dirt. Sodium laureth sulfate with ethanol and sodium laurel sulfate. Those are good, strong detergents that are going to grab that stuff. But I just can't stand it when a pet product lists ingredients in not the standard order that they are required to with people shampoos. You would never have baking soda being the most prevalent by volume (laughs) ingredient in the product. Yeah, that would be weird. So that's enough said. I killed that product. Yes, you did. Well, there was a new clipper at Hershey. Oh, I saw that. It's a cordless Andis clipper 
single speed because I don't know about you guys, but I don't change my speed on my clipper. I always go as fast as it could possibly go because I've got a clipper vac. Pretty. I mean, occasionally if I'm clipping with the clipper not on the clipper vac, I'll use one of the lower speeds for a face or something like that. purpose of doing that, regular people that don't have a clipper vac will want to use a slower speed to um, forestall heating of the blade. Not a worry with a clipper back. <laughs> I'm happy to say. So, and I can just whip right through swift. It's funny. Uh, oftentimes I'll find myself going a little fast and then I'm like, wait a minute, go a little bit slower, short strokes, slow and short strokes. And it looks a lot tidier. Anyway, uh, I want these clippers. I want to try them out. I still have the magic cordless clipper that came out and they immediately recalled and then stopped making it. Mine still well, works. This is a full-size clipper with one speed. Yep. Well, what makes it so cool other than the color is really cool? It is light in your hand. Oh, it's lightweight. Yeah. Sorry, lightweight. Yes, lightweight. It's lightweight, I believe. Is it more lightweight as in my five-in-one wall figura? I don't know because I haven't had my hands on it, so I can't really tell. But the blue one that Andis released for a minute was much lighter than the other clippers. And I think they're trying to find that in a new clipper. I think they're realizing that weight is a tool feature that adds to uh, repetitive stress disorders and breaking down your hands. And, you know, I remember that one of the first cordless clippers I ever used was a Laube cordless clipper. That thing weighed a ton and my hands would just like give out. I mean, and I wasn't even old then. And it was just like, no, it was my first inkling that weight was an important factor in hand fatigue. <laughs> it is purple. I yeah, you're right. It is you're, lavender. Yeah, lavender. It is lavender. Beautiful color. I know. For that reason, I would probably well, for that reason I wanted one instantly when I saw the picture. It's built for professional use, but it's not overly expensive in price. It's a little bit cheaper than the other one was or the Pulse CR or whatever it is they're trying to replace. I'm not sure which clipper they're trying to replace, but the Pulse CRs had problems since the beginning and the other one never made yeah. it past like the second month of release. Of course, mine still works. I worship it. I hold it up to the sun every day and pray <laughs> that it continues to work because I have one of the last remaining ones that does work. I love it. So that was cool. And, you know, it's good to get new products. Also, there was an announcement at Hershey. I don't know if you saw it. I'm guessing it probably didn't pop up, but it might have. And it is, there is going to be a page put out by Boss Pet, who I think is Pet Edge, that the new name for Pet Edge is Boss Pet. They are putting a consolidation page together for all of the grooming podcasts, which actually is a good tie into the next segment that we're going to do. But uh, I think it's really cool that they've put this together and the groom pod will be prominently featured on the page. But it's sometimes hard to find the grooming podcast. And I'm going to give you a list of them later on. As I was looking through, I thought, you know, this isn't a bad idea to have one particular page with everybody's links on it. So that's coming. And then Mary did a big announcement about that. And if you guys are interested in starting a podcast, let Mary know. She'll invite you to the podcast group and you can get some coaching there. So that was pretty cool. 
So I just saw that Jennifer Bishop Jenkins is going to have a podcast where she interviews educators. She is. That's cool. I didn't know how many of those to announce and how many not to announce. She's one. Also, Melissa Contadiner's doing one. And well, there's a whole host of people come up and comers. And in the world of podcasting, there are so many hours that we're at work and so few grooming podcasts out there. Bring in some more. You know, not everybody's going to make it, but if you've got the inkling to try, come on, join the group and get yourself started and see if it's your thing. A lot of people, it turns out, it's a lot of work and it's not much payback and maybe not exactly the best choice of your use of your time. Yeah, I think that's what happened to the grooming professors. <laughs> yes, I think you're right. I think that it happened to also Michelle Evans, who just found it was yeah. so time consuming. I mean, you guys have no idea the amount of time I put in and the amount of research Barbara does and of course, it's our lifeblood. It's what we love to do. It's what we're going to leave behind when we both go. As soon as the Boss Pet Podcast consolidation page is yes. up, which should be like today or tomorrow, then I'll put a link on the Facebook group. And let's take a break. And then we're going to come back and we'll talk a little bit more about podcasts because it just so happens it's on my mind. Did you know that Stasco has come out with a couple of new products? First, there is the Stasco Oatmeal Protein Conditioner. This conditioner provides exceptional body and manageability and super shiny finishes. And it has a wonderful apple scent that I love. Great in the recirculator too. And they have a new matching protein conditioning spray. Dematting, anti-static conditioning and finishing all in one. Just like the original Stasco spray, but with that delicious apple fragrance. Look for these new products at trade shows and your favorite distributors like Cascade Grooming Supplies. Let me tell you about Best Shot's newest addition to the Ultramax Pro line. Ultramax Hair Hold is a flexible hairspray that can be layered on for a stronger hold. Ultramax Hair Hold Spray is great, but my favorite new product is called the Max, and I won't groom without it. It's a fragrance-free, ultra-concentrate conditioner and detangler. It reduces drying time and handles undercoat and tangles like magic. Just a few drops in the final rinse or spray it on and dry it in. Contact your favorite Best Shot distributor or learn more online at bestshotpet.com. Grooming success begins with Best Shot in your tub. Made from the best stuff on earth. Ready, groomers? Here comes our first appointment. I want to wish my congratulations to the person who won. But this is the Barkley Honors Best Podcast. Or is it also video? It's vlog, blog, and podcast. Okay, my first rant is why are these all lumped together? There's enough content in each of the individual groups for them to be separate. If they don't want to give separate awards, then don't offer the category. Simple as that. Because comparing a hour-long, weekly, edited, produced podcast to some of the other content that ends up in the group... I, there's just too many podcasts out there now. We need to have our own little separate area. And that's my first rant on the subject. Well, we want separation and we want podcasts to stand alone. There's just too many of them. There's tons of content out there. And I'm going to give you some examples. 
the guy and gal who won, they have a podcast called Handling It. But there's another podcast out there that's not a grooming podcast at all called Handling It. So it can be a little difficult to find their podcast. The other reason it's difficult to find their podcast is because they only have 10 episodes so far. So they've been out since about July or maybe the end of June. And it may very well be a fantastic podcast, but I think you need to have a little staying power before you get nominated for the podcast of the year. Just my opinion, again, buried deep in our podcast that we have 385 episodes of. 385 episodes, eight years, 5,600 members on our Facebook group. We're the goats. We're the goats. And I know it, and I'm confident with that, and it shouldn't matter to me whether we get nominated or not. But the truth is, I got a medal, and I want Barbara to have a medal, too. And so I would love it if we could get nominated again next year. And then perhaps we're going to take a little bit different approach and do a little bit more active campaigning instead of just sitting back and resting on our 5,600 people laurels. (laughs) Well, that's my point, is that, yeah, I'm disappointed that we didn't win. But I also recognize that uh, we didn't totally celebrate the whole process of the Barclay Honors Awards. We didn't embrace the whole situation and we just asked for your vote for us. Actually, we didn't even do that. We just asked you guys to vote, not even for us. I think that we have to take some responsibility that we didn't actively campaign. And perhaps these people who won who like made a really impressive launch and first three months and campaigned on the process as well as their deserving an award, you know, their accolades. Well, what I would say to that is I'm pretty ingrained in the podcast experience and so much so that I listen to our podcast several times before I ever post it. And I also troll all the other grooming podcasts and listen to them, maybe not every single time they release an episode, but I keep my finger on them. I know what they're releasing. I'd never heard of this podcast. Nobody came to me and said, hey, you've got to download this podcast. It's new and it's great. Yeah, I had never heard of it. Neither has most of the people who listen to us. And and I credit the people that listen to us as having a little higher intelligence level and a willingness to learn and a science base. And if there was new content coming out, they would have heard of it too. So I am kind of blindsided by this particular podcast win in this area where we now have so many established podcasts. And on that note, I just want to share with you some of the podcasts that I really appreciate and know about in the grooming industry. We're not inundated with podcasts like the theme park industry or the cruise ship industry or the homeowner's pet industry. There's tons of podcasts out there, every kind of subject you possibly want. We don't really have that. We have a lot of interview shows We don't do an interview show. We actually do a content show every week, but sometimes we do special interviews because it's fun. But there's a lot of shows out there that do a lot of interviewing. But I want to throw my first recommendation to my favorite other grooming podcast, which is Creating Great Grooming Dogs. And it's done by Chrissy Newmeyer-Smith, and it's a dog behavior podcast. It helps you work with the dogs on your table that are having a difficult time with the process. 
She has 185 episodes. She has never been nominated. She's a speaker for Barkley. 185 episodes. She is a solo podcast and she deserves to be nominated and she hasn't been. Now, not everybody's into behavior. Like some people are more into skin and some people are more into beautifully scissored dogs. I'm into behavior. So it makes her podcast super appealing to me. But you get something out of her podcast when you listen to it, right? Well, you're a behavior person too. Oh, yeah. She's very valuable. She's a good teacher. She is the head of the Master Groomer Behavior Specialist Certification and I really admire her and I admire her because she does a solo podcast and it's hard to do a solo podcast. The next one is our close pals, Traveling Groomers podcast. They have 224 episodes and they did get nominated, but they have yet to win. 225 episodes is a lot of content. It's produced, it's edited, it's a good podcast that talks about things about grooming and they have a tendency to go on tangents and they talk about some other stuff and it's just a different feel and I love it and it's valuable and you learn stuff and sometimes they do interviews. Another one that's really good. It's really burned up, huh? Yes, <laughs> just because of that, just because the guy has not invested the amount of time that these other people have. Mary Aquendo also has Women Petpreneurs, which is a podcast that she interviews people in the pet industry, but the wide birth of the pet industry. And now she's including men too. So I think she's going to have to retitle hers. She doesn't count episodes, but there's years of her episodes as well. Another good one is Groomer Humor. And that's Rudy V and Anthony Ray. And that's one of the more R-rated ones, but they're funny and they're interesting and they just talk about their days and they talk about their lives a little bit. And um, yeah, and they've got 99 episodes out there which is great. I mean, they consistently put out content and are still consistently putting out content. Then if you go across the pond, you've got Bill Betts. He does a podcast that has a horrible name. This is where you got to pick your names, people. Think about what you're going to call your podcast. Barbara came up with our name in case you were wondering. Um, <laughs> Dog Grooming Business Help and Support. He's got several years of podcasts. He doesn't number them either. It's an interview show with people like Melanie Newman and I mean, all kinds of Colin Taylor. He's interviewed all kinds of people and they talk specifically about grooming stuff. It's a good podcast. He's got a lot of episodes. He never has gotten nominated. Did Colin Taylor burn out? Yeah, his was called Spilling the Tea. He did a handful of them and then he took a break and then he came back for a couple and then he just dropped it. I think he's got other things. He didn't realize how hard it was. So our friend and supporter, Dave Campanella from Best Shot, he's been on a podcast many times with a guy called Joe Zuccarello, and it's called the Hey Joe Podcast. And Joe Zuccarello is the president of Paragon Grooming School. It's another really decent interview podcast where they talk about important grooming stuff and they talk about products and uh, he doesn't number his show. So I don't know how many there are, but there's a fair amount. He doesn't do like a regular release. He just does release when he wants, but it's a great show to listen to. Not as produced as some, lots of information in there and deserves to be recognized. Another one that's been out and about, but they're not releasing any episodes recently is the shit on the table 
podcast, which Barbara loves the name of that shit on the table. <laughs> and that's Vanessa and Vanessa. And they're besties that have been grooming together for like 21 years. And they just shoot the shit, just kind of like it says. That's another R-rated one. Uh, but they haven't been releasing stuff as recent. And, you know, I just wanted to get some recognition for these people. They never get on that little cardboard sign that gets put up there. We get on there, and they never get on there. And if we had our own category, they would be forced to pick some of these fantastic grooming industry podcasts that get zero recognition. So, okay, just a minute. I got to climb down off the soapbox. Here I go. There, I've jumped down. (laughs) Fun up there, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it is. I like it. Thanks for putting up with that. Okay, let's take another quick break, and then we're going to come back with a bird's-eye view of green caviar. Chris Bear Anthony here, visiting the Groom Pod. So, if you know me, you know how much I love my Evolution shears. They are the only shears I actually use. So check out all the options, including customizable non-swivels, at evolutionshears.com, and give Abby a shout with any questions you might have. GroomPod listeners get $10 off and free shipping with the code GroomPod. So check them out today. Your hands will thank you. Groomers, take your seats. It's time for Bee Birds Classroom. Boy, Barbara, it's like we got the key to the vault. <laughs> Somebody sent us some ingredient information about Yves Saint Bernard products. So I am uh, thrilled to take a look at green caviar shampoo and conditioner. This was especially requested by Anne Kristen in Norway. Hey, Norway, rock on. So I want to let all of you know that this was the way to get me to take a look at a product, to provide me with a question point me to the product and then provide me the ingredient list for the product. That's the only way I can have anything objective to say about these products. And this is what Ann Kristen did. She sent me pictures and she was really careful because she knew that one shot kind of blurred out the curvy side of the list. And so she shot it again. It's really hard sometimes for me to read ingredients off of pictures of the bottle because the curved sides of the bottle kind of distort the text when it's in a flat picture. So thank you for doing that. And Kristen, and I'm happy to uh, say that I kind of like these products. I liked looking at them. I had to look up some new stuff. Ooh. Why? In looking at the shampoo, first, right out of the box, they have sodium myreth sulfate. We hardly ever see that. I've run into it before, but it's rare among pet products to see sodium myrith sulfate used as the primary detergent. So I went to artificial intelligence and asked them it, asked it. I thought we decided it was a girl. Well, I know. Well, okay, I asked her. (laughs) I went to artificial intelligence and I asked her, why would someone choose sodium myrith sulfate over sodium lauryl sulfate. And she responded, I quote, 
the choice between sodium laureth sulfate and sodium myreth sulfate in a shampoo depends on factors as the desired level of cleansing power, that's the aggressiveness, foam, and mildness. SLES, sodium laureth sulfate, is known for its strong cleansing and foaming properties, but may be less suitable for those with sensitive skin or hair. SMS, sodium myreth sulfate, is considered a milder option with some moisturizing benefits and is often chosen for gentle or moisturizing shampoos. Formulation and other ingredients in the shampoo also play a role in determining its overall performance and suitability for hair of different types and skin types. Isn't that interesting? Yes. Now we learned that Yves San Bernard has chosen a milder primary surfactant. And not only that, they have a co-surfactant, Loreth 5. And I've run into Loreth 4 before, but this is just, okay, those numbers have to do with, this is an and a ethoxylated ingredient. And we've talked about this before, that the ETH in the name suggests it's been ethoxylated, right? It's been modified by adding ethylene oxide. The five is the number of units of ethylene oxide that's been added. So about Loreth 5, I can tell you that it's a co-surfactant that also acts as an emulsifier foaming agent, viscosity modifier, that's thickener, and can help maintain moisture balance. Technically, Loreth 5 is an ethoxylated PEG derivative. You may forget that. Go ahead. You have my <laughs> permission. It also contains cocamidopropyl betaine. We know that as a major foam booster and stabilizer and makes aggressive surfactants, detergents, uh, less likely to irritate, makes them less irritating. And here's glycerin, a humectant, draws in moisture to the hair and helps keep the product itself from drying out. But here's the next thing. The next ingredient was really interesting, linseed acid. Now I've seen linseed oil used in hair products. Linseed oil is fairly widely used in hair products because it um, has high levels of essential fatty acid, linolenic acid in it, kind of like olive oil and some of our other desirable essential fatty acids. So linseed acid is simply the extracted fatty acids of the linseed oil, right? And so that explained that to me. It's just a great moisturizer ingredient. And then, brand new to me, Calerpe lentifera extract, also known as sea grape, also known as grape seaweed, and also known as dum da da dum green caviar.
So now we know where the product name comes from. Green caviar is an algae ingredient from over there. I found it in other Italian-made products, European and Japanese cosmetics. So here's what one of my favorite chemical suppliers says about this. The hygroscopic, and you're never going to understand this. This is why I, I'm here for translating. Check this out. The hygroscopic ingredient is rich in oligo elements and polysaccharides, which provide antioxidant and smoothing properties. Got that? No. <laughs> sea grape or green caviar. And I saw a picture of it, and it does look like little caviar eggs. Green. It looks exactly like green caviar. So that's how it got that name. The name of the product comes from this additive. So it's an additive that's really uh, considered to be good for skin. Okay, so this shows Yves Saint Bernard caring for the skin as well as the hair. And I do believe they do that. Uh, just to go on, it contains polysorbate 20, which is an emulsifier used to make fragrance and essential oils into a solution. And then it contains another one I had to look up, ethoxydiglycol. Ethoxydiglycol acts as a solubilizer, a solvent carrier, fragrance enhancer, humectant, co-solvent and viscosity decreasing agent. You know what I heard you say? Blah, 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 fragrance enhancer, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's what I got out of that. Sorry, go on. Okay, so here I, I will translate. It helps to dissolve other substances. It enhances fragrance. I don't know how it does it. It's a humectant. It draws moisture into the uh, hair and skin. It's a viscosity decreasing agent. That's important because green caviar is kind of goopy and sticky. Okay. This ethoxydiglycol is a partner to the green caviar to help it mix into this water-based shampoo and conditioner, right? Sounds good. And I did want to say that the glycerin might not be as sole ingredient on its own, but it's often found mixed in with the Calerpe lentifera ex extract, the green caviar. So, um, you know, some, some of these ingredients are partnered at the chemical suppliers. Maybe the extract is preserved by glycerin. Oftentimes, plant extracts are preserved in glycerin. So there we go. All right. So then there wasn't anything more that was exciting, but I found that this is a very European type of product. And I was, I was impressed that it's using forward contemporary ingredients, not just the same old shit, okay? Yeah, okay. But it's still pretty expensive. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, when you buy from Italy, you have to pay for the shipping from Italy. When companies make these 
kind of top shelf products, they get more money for them. They, they, they cost more. These ingredients are a little more costly than your run-of-the-mill ingredients that are widely dispersed around the world globally. And probably this um, green caviar is cost-effective for for them in Italy, but we have to pay more for it because it's woo-woo-woo, woo-woo, right? Okay, that answers that. The conditioner looks pretty much like a run-of-the-mill conditioner with the green caviar extract and the ethodiglycol in it. Okay, it's not, I don't see it as anything out of the ordinary, but if you want to try the green caviar algae, I like algae extracts because they're rich in antioxidants and, and these good fatty acids. I always like seeing them in products. Oh, here's another thing that the conditioner has. It has semethicone. Semethicone, so a kind of silicone? S-I-methicone, not dimethicone. Well, semethicone is used, you see it in the drugstore for bloating and gas, indigestion, especially bloating and gas. One of the things it does is that it breaks bubbles down. You know, it, it reduces sudsing. Yeah, gas X. Yeah, but it's used also as a hair care ingredient. We don't see it too much over here, but I have run into it before in a people shampoo. It, it uses it as a lighter weight type of silicone. I also asked uh, my girlfriend AI about this ingredient, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it has hair care and skin care benefits a lighter type of silicone so it helps detangling and combing out and all that kind of crap cool there's your two uh green caviar products from eve san bernard and i found them interesting i found them worthy good because we we didn't know we didn't have a chance to find out until now I I have this very contentious history with this company that was caused by my being ultra critical of their product ingredients in the very beginning of their USA launch. And I still have some opinions about that. They uh, got all over me with uh, lawyers and all that kind of stuff. And it was very testy for a while, but it was based a lot on their broad company assumptions about grooming and dog hair and the ingredients of their original products. But I'm gonna say that I like this one. I like these two products. I would be happy to try them. I don't know if I would be happy to buy them, I'm too cheap. I can't do it. I think I can find something that will work almost as well. Maybe not exactly the same. I like the Botanique products. If you want to get a little 
woo-woo and get some algae in there and stuff. I like the Botanique products and they're a little bit more affordable. I find it exciting that we potentially have a way to know why the shampoo works the way it does. And part of what I generally don't like about the ISB product line is the marketing aspect of it. I'm not a big fan of the way they market the products, but I'm really happy to hear that there's some value in there and that it's a good shampoo. At least this one is that the one, this is the one we know about. And uh, yeah, it's encouraging. Cool. So if you want me to take a look at the ingredients of your products or take a look at a product for you, you do need to supply me with the ingredient information. We've just been unable to do that with this brand, but on the Norwegian products, there was the ingredient list right on the bottle. They say the ingredient list is on the bottle, but it ain't always so. So often it's some kind of a fake ingredient list. It's not a fake list, but incomplete, I guess is better. The Thanks everybody for being here. Thank you for listening to me complaining about the podcast segment of the Barclay Honors Awards. We are grateful for Barclay making education available, making trade shows available in places that they wouldn't normally be because it is a big project to put on trade shows. So I don't hate Barclay. Providing recognition, you know, and providing recognition. Yeah. You know, we lost the Cardinal Crystal Awards and Barclay created this award uh, system and, and we're grateful to have recognition of our people. Yes. We just want more of our people to get recognized. And we want to win. But that's a whole nother thing. All right, folks. I think you should join us next week and see what we have in store. We might be talking some interesting... Okay, we will be talking some interesting stuff because we always do. Plus, we'll share our grooming days with you. And thank you to our sponsors. Thanks to you guys who have donated to Barbara. We're going to make good use of all of that. And we look forward to entertaining you for many, 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 many more hours in the future. Happy grooming, everybody. See you next time on The Groom Pod. Bye-bye now. Bye, take care of yourselves because we love you.